Bigger Talks, Bigger Talks, IG Live edition, back again for another episode on financial literacy. We can talk about credit repair, credit scores, business funding, and the whole idea, people, is for us, for you, for me, for we, to become financial savvy in all areas of our life. And livelihood is important to kind of understand how money works, uh, how the credit score works within you getting funding from your business or opportunity. I think it's very important. So I'm going to bring uh, my guy, Michael Wortham on. He's a credit expert. Um, he does business and works in the credit repair uh, industry uh, of getting people credit, also business funding. So he's going to come on and give us some insights and wisdom about it all. So stay tuned and um, listen in. If you got any questions, please dial in and let's learn about credit. Hopefully you guys got good credit. My credit hasn't always been good, but I'll talk about it a little bit here. Leon, what up, bro? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let me get my boy in here. How's everybody? Day. What's yo, up? Yo, 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 yo. What's good? What's good? What's going on, man? How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling phenomenal. And yourself, he was good, man. What's booming? Hey, what's booming? Hey, hey, everybody. This is this is Michael. I don't I don't know him as Michael. I know him as Brags. Keep yeah, booming. Uh, keep man. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, thank you uh, for having me, Ian. What up to everybody in the live right now? What's booming, y'all? Yeah. I go by the name of brags but you know today i'm michael right right you know right yeah yeah man, man well good to see you man welcome to bigger talks uh i was looking forward to this discussion because i think credit repair credit scores business business funding is so important for our financial literacy uh understanding how money works how to yes. get more of it how to finance our life you know through business but before we get into that i just kind of want to give people a, a debrief on like how we you know, how we met, you know, I, I, met, I met Braggs probably like maybe two years ago. I think he was in Burbank. Yeah. Um, I think he was like running a, a operational business. I don't know what the the business you were in, but you kind of helped me out. And then from there, we connected. We had a real authentic conversation. Um, you got my information. We stayed in touch. And I think a few years later, we just we kept talking. And then I, I felt like, you know, the space you're in today with the credit repair and business funding is so important and vital for my followers and audience. And uh, getting to know you, man, is like, it's, it's crazy. You can never judge a book by its cover, but never. you guys share some very, very powerful insights and, um, and wisdom that align with what I do. And um, I'm just very appreciative of you in this moment. So, um, but yeah, before we get into like the business of things, can you kind of give people like your background on like finance and how you got into the whole credit repair industry and where did it all start for you? Man, uh, to be quite really transparent, like I couldn't even tell you how it even started. I think yeah. it was a collective of uh, numerous different experiences, uh, opportunities to be in certain doors. I, I can say I, I had, a, I guess, a divine interest in two, um, in finance in some way. I'd be an entrepreneur. I think it's hand in hand. Yeah. And one thing led to another. Also, number one, having mentorship was very key. Uh, having having the right mentees uh, with with expertise in that field led me to have uh, more led me to gain more inf more knowledge to what I was getting myself into, which led to me now um, being able to help others uh, right. like myself. 
So it's been lit. So yeah, uh, number one, my mentor, um, he had, he owns a private equity and investment banking firm. He kind of shared with me information about number one, entrepreneurship, and then how to become the banker. When he, when he uh -huh. told me how to become the bank, I'm I didn't like, come to the bank. I like that. Like, yeah. I'm like, mind you, this was like, man, like 2016, 2017, we met off of just playing basketball. Um, I'm like, yo, like, what you talking about? Like, how did he come to the bank? You know, you're an old head. Mind you, he's, he's an older OG, you know, not to, you know, put his uh, <laughs> business out there, but um, he took a liking in me. Uh, with that, I had to gain that by just being uh, an individual that was open for information. I wanted to learn. I was coachable. Uh, for me, being coachable, uh, yeah. it led me to uh, different dynamics in the finance world, learning, like I said, business and, and the structure of how to become the bank, what it takes for that, yeah. uh, how to, and then also most importantly, a part of that was credit. And then yeah. once I got involved to that, it took me to a whole different stratosphere because I personally struggled with it myself uh, in front of the beginning. I had, yeah. no, clue, I had yeah. no clue what I was getting into, man. And I was hit over the head with the craziest stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I think that's the thing, you know, because actually when I came to L.A. Uh, at the age of 22, yeah. uh, my first car, I had a Chrysler Sebring. I put like $2,000 down. My uh, APR was like damn near 24.9%. Oh, and my credit score was a 517. Man, but I here's the right thing. Right there. I was right there. Bro, I had a 517, but here's the thing. I've never, I've never had a credit card. But when I took out my student loans at Hampton University, private institution, because I was on the West Coast, they claimed they reached out via email and sent uh, letters mm -hmm. to my Maryland address. We know what it is. Yeah. And so supposedly I deferred the loans. You know, I deferred them and I, I didn't, what is it, forbearance, I think you put them in? Yeah. And so I didn't claim it and it dropped my credit score like tremendously. Did I didn't even have a credit card. So from there, I was already in the hole, and I didn't understand it. You know, when, you, when you're coming up in this space at 22, you're trying to figure it out, you think you're doing the right thing. And then from there, you know, it, it, it got better, but it didn't get better. <laughs> yeah, It got yeah. worse because I didn't have no information on financial literacy. So for you being in that space, and both of us, I don't know what time yours was, what was going through your mind, and how did it all happen? Oh man, like you, uh, I think I was 18. Um, I, yeah. I know I remember the experience vividly. Like I yeah. had, um, I'm, I'm from Long Beach, California, by the way. So shout out to all my people from, yeah. from the LB, you know. And uh, but I walked into a bank institution by the name of Chase, Chase Bank. You know, I was in there. I was excited. I was stoked. The fact that I'm like, look, what? I can go get me a credit card. Oh, so I went in there, you know, really not having any history of my own. Um, within that space of um, credit, and had no had no credit history already on my on my uh, report, and you know I went in there, got approved for like a small a small limit, but I was lit. I was like, what twelve hundred dollars? Like <laughs> you gonna give me twelve hundred dollars at eighteen? Yeah, man. First thing I did, um, my father he stayed rest pieces, so he stayed in uh, Texas, yeah. Yeah. and. Um, I was like, you know, I don't want to go see my dad. Man, I use that credit card so quick. I'm like, it's not my money? Oh, swipe it. Boom. Swipe, yeah. Swiped it uh, over time. <laughs> Maxed it out probably within a month, bro. Didn't even know about 
the the whole utilization that we'll talk about moving forward. But yeah. maxed it out and was just like I was told just minimum payments, like twenty dollars here. And man, I wasn't it was it it did nothing. It it basically just ripped me apart. That was yeah. probably my first collections, my my first derogatory uh mark that was on my report. And yeah, man, I got hit over the head and still one still did not know how to manage credit. Yeah. Properly. Uh so yeah, that started I just I just hit my I just hit my head directly on the concrete with this, yeah. man. And, and that's, that's why, you know, that guidance, that financial guidance and financial literacy and having someone like you in the space helping the young brothers, the young just young people understand credit yeah. and what it is. So let's let's say for instance, you know, someone like you and I, you know, credit score, yeah. five hundred, you know, you got a credit card, I got a car, you know, we think we live in a life, right? Because we don't know what we don't know. So right. it's say for instance it's me, I come see you with this five seventeen. What what should I do? What's the first thing I should think about? Or what is the first thing a rule of thumb for your business that you take a client or person like myself through to get me on track to have an improved credit score? Oh, so you know, I think everything starts from like the core, uh, with um with me and my client. Yeah. I like to uh understand where they are and then also where they want to be. Initially, yeah. you need a you need a plan. So it would start with just like a, a small short term goal, long term goal. Where are you trying to be? Uh, reviewing where you are, and then giving you the proper guidance to take you to the next level. Right. You know, but um, you know, we all start. And also, too, I just want to put this out there because people get like, it's a very uh, sensitive. It's very sensitive. You know, uh, yeah. This yeah. this topic is very sensitive to people, and they. You know, they cringe a little bit when they see certain numbers and they don't know really what it's about, but hear about it in a certain light and they start to feel like it's a part of them. Like, yeah, yeah. This is not true. This can easily be transformed and you could be in a whole nother stratosphere once you get the right information. So please, guys, don't look at your credit score and think that's the judgment of your character because it's not. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what so, is credit score? Before you dig into it, because I want to, well, I didn't even do that. I'm sorry. We know from a collective what credit score means to us, but from your perspective, what is a credit score? Because you do have several scores, right? A FICO yeah. score. Oh, is a yeah, credit you, Yeah, you got several. Well, there is a, a the system in the FICO system now that which we uh, we are, what we utilize and what we use on a day-to-day basis, which is FICO. Uh, and there is... Uh, breakdown to that graph and really ultimately just like anything it's a it's a relationship you know you got to be trusted you know you got to have once again rapport you got to know who you're dealing with and uh and how do how does that work uh i will say number one study um by studying and uh studying the system studying fico itself the score itself and like i said it's a graph uh that i can break down uh, I don't know if you would like for me to break yeah, it down. Yeah, you ain't got to break it down. I just want to kind of like a general synopsis of what a credit score for people who might not know. Yeah, yeah. So it's just basically data. It's, uh, FICO is basically uh, an a analytical company that an analytic company that you basically um, that generates a score for you and basically determines to lenders if you're worthy for any type of funding or you're not worthy. Yeah. You know, based off the score itself, they can basically see in the in the report, not really too much of the score too, because I want to get in that because it's more so what's on the report 
and how the report is structured more so than the number itself. Mm-hmm. But generally, it's just a it's just a um, a tool that they utilize. The vetting system, you would say. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was I was doing some research, you know, and I was I read so many books, and then I I read that what you just said is that it's not about your actual score; it's actually what's in the report. Absolutely. Because sometimes in your report, you can have things in there that's not yours or mm-hmm. should be off your report after a certain amount of years. Um, mm-hmm. But to dive back into, you know, you said build rapport when you're working for a client, get to know where they're at, where they want to go, give them mm-hmm. a short-term goal. Then once, you know, you know where I'm at, you know where I want to go, I have my short-term goal. What is the steps involved to build up to have a healthy credit score? Well, the steps involved, like I said, if we want to break down like the FICO, there's um, I'm going to break it down to you real quick. And then we can also do a step by step of what it is. So what that is, is it's 100. In a, let's say if we're looking at 100 percent pie is I'm going to break it down. So 30 percent is uh, what they call utilization. OK, uh, that's determining basically how you're utilizing the credit that you've been lending. Uh, 35% of that is your payment history, which is very, very, very key. Those two right there are the, probably the biggest bangers to uh, generating the perfect, I guess, the, the perfect score of, yeah. of your, <clears throat> to what you think a perfect score is for you. Uh, and then also you have like your, your inquiries, which is new credit. That's about like 10%. Then you have age credit, which is about 15%. And then what they call mixed credit um, is another 10%. And that makes up like different type of um, trade lines on your report, whether it's installment loans or also revolving accounts, which is basically you want to have the group, you want to have a good mix in between to also be able to help with that structure. So you're saying 30% is utilization, meaning like how I'm using a credit card, right? Yes. So like I was explaining to you guys earlier on my personal, my personal experience with this is when I first got my uh, first credit card with Chase, um, I maxed it out. And uh, basically what that is, is I had a limit. I reached the limit 100 percent, probably even more, and did not know that I had to pay down, pay down that card. So I was only doing like the most leases amount possible at the time which wasn't knocking off my usage at all. So it kept me at a high usage rate and being at a high usage rate is a red flag to any lender that you're looking to eventually be involved in. Once they see you at like 100%, 90% utilization rate on uh, anything uh, of your overall report, uh, you're putting yourself in a, a very tight, a very tight situation to receive any type of, uh, any new or increasing amounts of limit of credit. Uh, so utilization is a very big key and it, it can, it can affect you dramatically. Got it. So, you know, so, so we got the 30%, that's, mm-hmm. that's effective. What's the 35%? So, oh, and also in that utilization, you know, they say that you would like to keep it from uh, on a fair amount, 30%. So that's basically what, how you, um, how you basically keep track of that, of your utilization is whatever the the main amount is, you want to times it by 0.3. But I would advise people to keep it even lower. Uh, that's like the fair, the fair, I would say like the fair side of things. But if you really want to see uh, maximum results, I would say anywhere between 10% or lower is 
where you really getting in the Pretty sweet good. spot. High and then also, yeah. What, what was that? I said, you said 10% of low. Yeah, it helps with the score, right? Helping with the score, tremendous is going to help you also to be in a position to receive funding, which we'll talk about later on. Yeah. But and yes. You said that 35% was, they calculated 35% of, I forgot what you said. Oh, that's payment history. Oh, payment history. Got it. Yeah. Got yeah. It. That's a banger, man. Um, yeah. As you know, within yourself. I mean, how important is payment history to you, man? How, how is that? I mean, it's very know? important. I mean, I, I think when I wanted to get my, because like I said, when I had my, that 517, I didn't even have no established credit, right? Right. So mm -hmm. when I went to go get a card for the first time, you know, they're they not basing it off of anything because I don't have no mm -hmm. payment history. However, I had missed some payments on my card note, mm. you know, and I had, actually was in repo possession like five times at one point. I think I was like um, 24, 25. I forgot the year. Maybe 25. It was the toughest year of my life. Um, but it never got repo, but I was in a I was in a position to get it repo. Okay. So them hard inquiries, not paying, I think I probably missed over the course of maybe that three years, I probably had like maybe like 12 missed or late payments or 17, something like that, something crazy. So yeah, man. Uh, that's, it, it messed up that's, my that's score. Tough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's gonna mess. It's gonna mess a whole lot of things up. Yeah, there. so uh, I was and, in that uh, for a minute, but still, you know, when it's just you and you, and you're trying to figure it out, you know, I'm in LA, I'm trying to make it. You know, this is the stuff people don't see. You know, on social media, they don't see it in real life when they don't know what's going on. They just see you doing the thing and trying to be great, but it was tough. You know, I was dealing with that in my twenties. You know what I mean? Trying to get back right. And, and building myself up and then over time you know things change things shift you get more knowledge you get some money <laughs> you pay things down you pay that car off and then yeah. you get a credit card credit card and you start building but i think the biggest thing that i've realized for most people even to this day even for me to be, to be uh, transparent you know having a card of any sort debit or credit is psychological because mm -hmm. the thing about why cash is so good because cash is emotional right you can, right. you can feel it. So if I got a hundred ones in my wallet, I can, when I'm paying money, I know, okay, I just paid $30 or I got $70 left. Mm -hmm. But if I'm swiping my credit card, Amex, Chase, Wells, whatever, I'm just swiping. So I'm You're not just really, going. I don't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think, I, I think yeah. the psychology of credit scores and credit cards is what messes us all up if we don't have the information in that area, you know, having budgets, and I think from your perspective, you know, you set the short-term goal, know where I want to go, build and rapport. You gave us a breakdown on how they look at your credit, you know, yeah. your utilization, uh, payment history. Uh, I forgot the other, but those are the most important. So we know that. What, what is like the simplest form or way that uh, you can get somebody in a space of building good credit from a tangible space that they can they can't control because what I learned with my car payment at the time, I think it was like 340 or 380. And that was a lot in my mind, psychological, but there was an option on capital one. That's why I got my loan out of where I can pay weekly. So I was like, Oh, I can pay $80 a week. It shifted my paradigm. And I was able to actually have extra payments by the end of the year. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I was paying weekly. So that's something I took into consideration to help me get the, pay the car off, but for someone building their credit, do you guys have a technique or some type of formula to give people that they can kind of uh, use to start 
you know, or is it just? Um, I would say the number one, the number one formula to this is something that you can do yeah. is like the two things. Number one, that's going to help help your credit score is just consistent payment history, setting up a, like a literally like if you have to set up a, some type of auto payment history to make sure that all your accounts are paid on time. Yeah. Um, that is very key, man, because uh, we get there's so much going on in a personal life. And uh, if you don't have that structure and, or put that tool into auto pay, man, you can miss a payment. And that one payment can change the whole, you'll see your point. You'll see your, look, you'll see your report. Like, yo, why my credit score didn't drop 20? And I had that happen to me before. And yeah. it wasn't on me. It was on a company. Yeah. I was yeah. like, y'all didn't do y'all due diligence. My card always remained the same. How am I supposed to know it changed. I didn't get no notification. And that's also too, and that's, okay. And that's also too, is that a tool is, I would say I would suggest that you, on a monthly basis, check check in with your report. Okay. Check in to see. Oh, that's the uh, good advice. That's yeah, good. yeah. Check in with check in with you, what's going on on your report. Yeah. Uh, you know, because a lot of things too that you know some sometimes happen to our reports is like inaccurate information that can also help in our favor to get things removed. Yeah. You know, so you want to check for like inaccurate information on your reports, addresses, uh, you know, work information, your name. Uh, Numbers, emails, those things are also key to see what's going on just in case you get like a red flag like you did, you know, on yeah. somebody else's error. Make right. them accountable for that error, you know, and then also, too, like I said, it can help in those removal processes of, you know, the you have, um, you, you said check your uh, payment history, you know, and check mm -hmm. your monthly, check all your accounts that you have yeah. lending, lending from, right? But do you have, I have some apps in mind. Do you have some apps that people can utilize to kind of like. Well, I know, I know the most common one people use is like Credit Karma. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, that's a cool, I would say, for monitoring purposes only to see what's on the report. Yeah. It's, you, it's, it's useful, but as far as like the accuracy of the number, not at all. I think they yeah. operate on like Vantage. Uh, and not FICO, and I give you the right FICO score. So right. to be honest, like I wouldn't even mess with it or look at the numbers because you'll probably look at your credit card and be like, "Yo, I got a 730. I'm it's lit. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's go, let's go ahead and go get that credit card. Let's go, let's go crazy with it. And then right. you go there and try to get approved, and you get denied. You like, but my my credit score says on Credit Karma, you know, yeah. I have a 730. Like, and it's just not gonna happen because, like I said, they're inaccurate. But what's on the reports itself? Was showing like whatever. So, uh, where can I get access you from your, you know, your report? Because I got Credit Karma, I have Experian app. I mean, Experian premiums, I think, will be great. Uh, and I got Credit Wise as well. Yeah, yeah Credit Wise. You get myfico.com, uh, annual report. You yeah. can get a, a, a free credit report for all three bureaus you can check out, annualreport.com, uh, myfico.com. And then, like I said, Experian plus where you are like paying for essentially. Uh, a service, but you're able to then see like all three bureaus on yeah. Experian. I think Experian is, you know, people are familiar with that. They're pretty cool. Uh, I would, I would, I would say that yeah, that would be a great tool to invest. Yeah, people, in. You hear, you hear them get the apps because I think, you know, from a personal standpoint, having that accountability because I get notifications on my phone. Oh, mm -hmm. it's the bigger your streak is going up. You had 18 straight payments for your car, no, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Honestly, because you just said earlier that some people, we feel like our credit score is our character. And, right. and, and that does affect our nervous system. So when I see that, oh, wow, like, you know, <laughs> I, I made 18 payments. Like, it does something to you. Energetic. Oh, it does. It's, it's it does. momentum. So 
I would say that just to have several different apps that you can utilize, that the one that you recommend, of course, mm -hmm. um, to give people that momentum and that confidence, like, all right, cool. Even if you, you're paying $75 every time, like, you're still having some type of consistency. Uh, I just think we need people like you, you know? You know, yeah, we, yeah. Need, we, we, need, we need to be booming in our credit, right? We got to be booming in our we credit. Don't know that, we don't have the information to understand a situation we're in to kind of get past that. And, you know, other, you know, uh, groups of people, you know, whether white, Asian, or the wealthy or affluent, uh, uh, their credit scores, because they have good mentors and guidance, they're mm -hmm. on their mom and dad's uh, credit card uh, as authorized oh, yeah. users. As an, author, as an authorized user. Yeah, yeah can you man, speak I, to that? What's oh, the benefit man. of that? You know, the benefit of that is that, you know, you basically inherit, in a sense, um, someone else's great deeds you know all the benefits of what they were able to do now has fallen upon your lap you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah. And, and for that time um you know say for instance if you're looking to uh, get a car apartment it can help in a sense at that particular time but one thing that they don't tell you is just because you now have that little boost yeah uh, one thing that it doesn't do it's not going to stay on once once you're removed from that that history is not going to stay on your report so yeah. you're going to need to establish primary trade lines, trade lines with your information, your history, you know, yeah. that good rapport building with these lenders. You're going to need these accounts on your own personal. But yes, having an authorized user, let's say for uh, your, your child, maybe he's, you know, at that time or for the ages of 17 to 18, they're, you know, you try to get them started, adding them onto your, uh, adding them onto like your authorized accounts, authorizing them to, yeah. Be on your account is a big deal. I, I mean, I feel like, man, if only if my mom look, I'm kind of no. I, I got look, I got so hot once I found out that's yeah, like, we can actually do that because I'm like, mom, I could have been 700 out the gate, right? Like, what's up? Like, you didn't, you didn't put me on, you yeah. know, but yeah, that's a that's a benefit to also, like I said, helping some, uh, like I would say, your child or anyone that you trust because also, too, with the authorized user, which is you got to make sure they the stuff on there is also they're updated on what they're doing as well because if they yeah. fall off and if they have any derogatory information on their yeah, account, it's, it falls on you. Yeah, yeah, and the thing is, it's good until it's not. So I had someone do that for me when I first got my credit card and it actually boosted my score and helped out. But here's the thing. Uh, I, I think I was on there for like two and a half years, maybe three. And when I got off there as a... As a Put user. you right back there. No, no, no. My score actually went up. Yeah, it went up a bit. I was like, oh, maybe I was on, maybe I was on, uh, maybe I was on there too long. But my score actually went up a bit. So I was actually shocked. Like, but you know what it was? The person was holding me down. Like they, they kept me, you know, it's kind of like if you're my swim instructor and you're teaching me how to swim or float, you kind of hold me up until I can okay. hold my own. So did you have also any other accounts? Did you have any primary accounts, primary accounts on your own though? Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. And I had other accounts too. Were you, were you managing those well too? Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Yeah. So that, that but, could yeah. also could have played a part, but. No, know, I think that's, uh, I think that did, but here's the thing. This is what I've learned because I was on somebody else's ticket. Mm -hmm. Psychologically, it made me like, yo, I can't mess this up. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I can't, I can't mess this up. Like if, if you my boy and you let me 
Hey, look, he ain't gonna help you out. You know, like. And they can't mess it up either, because it's right. messing up for you. So too. I'm like, so if I got a payment, I got, I got a payment that, to pay this like eighteen hundred. I'm like, Shh, I can't. Make, I gotta make this right. Yeah. So it also held me accountable. I think that's that's what it did for me, because I feel like when two come together in union and you have the same intention and goals, you want to help each other, but you don't want to hurt each other. So right. You kind of. I want to say so. just make just make sure that that's not something that you like. Uh, let's say like you're banking off of to be like, look, let me just be on an authorized user. Oh yeah, yeah. There's I'm gonna be time where you're gonna. I'm good now. Yeah, there's gonna be time where you're gonna have to jump into the pool, man, with no. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yard, man, you just gonna have to get wet. You know, oh, yeah. you going there towing it up, it ain't gonna do nothing for you. You gotta really hit the ground running for yourself because, like I said, and uh, and and mainly with situations is once they take you off of it, that you don't have no history of your own, then your credit score is gonna deplete. Yeah. So you you definitely need primary. You need primary trade lines. You gotta be a big boy, and you gotta you know. And by the way, can you explain to the people listening uh, what what are trade lines? Trade lines are essentially what um like a a, a car loan. Okay. A pri that's a primary trade line, a credit card, uh, any such anything. Home loan, mortgage. Uh, yes, anything that yes, mortgage definitely okay. uh, installment loan, but primary trade line, anything that is attached with your with you on there that you're making that. Those those positive, hopefully positive, uh, relationships with and managing correctly yeah. will help you a lot. So primary trade lines is just accounts that that you open up. Got it. That's good to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, credit is important, and I think our relationship with credit, just like our relationship with money, is kind of mm -hmm. one and the same, depending on how you were raised or where you come from. And I think you know, I want to change the narrative and the consciousness around at least for, you know, black and brown people who are affected in that way. Not all, but the one who come from their inner city, who don't have the information that they should be privy to. But people in general, even as adults, you get older, and you got to be on your own. You go right. through these struggles and you go through this failure. And I think just like mental health, just like financial literacy, I think credit as well is in there all together. We have to start normalizing the conversation around it. Right. Yeah, and I when you hit that, and uh, the fact when we talked about it, you know, with the between ourselves, it's yeah. so true, man. Because um, I know how I felt like when it, we weren't having these conversations, and yeah. uh, I was out the loop. I had no knowledge of anything, and then, like I said, once I got to the point of trying to jump in, I had no no understanding, and I, I literally like put myself in some crazy situations with that, and uh, but also it affected my mental health. It affected me like wanting to uh, should I go get should I go apply for a credit card or should I not are, are these myths behind all these things that I guess over time just kind of got uh, surrounded by me my head to like I, I was really operating in fear and that was the wrong way yeah. to operate you know especially when you're trying to get some money or you're trying yeah. to establish a new relationship operating in fear is not going to help the situation at right. all yeah. uh, and um, yeah it just took for me to be more knowledgeable what I was getting into aligning with the right individuals that have the right knowledge. And uh, then it just basically took me to a whole nother stratosphere and then being able to help others, which is most, most my most important thing that I enjoy doing what I do is because just the acts of service part, to be able to see people, you know, get approved for cars, get approved for homes, uh, you know, work on getting their, their personal credit structure right so they can go get business funding see them being able to scale their business. These things are rewarding, man. They feel so good to see these people take 
take uh take initiative for themselves like because you know yeah we i have a service to be able to support but if you cannot do the work yourself you're just going to be basically back in the situation you were in and you're yeah. going to call again and be like so hey, about Brad, the good yeah, yeah. So yeah, you have to establish those good habits along the way for yourself. And I'm, uh, you know, the team and I, you know, we have a, I mean, having relationships with, you know, uh, attorneys that I also, that I talk with on the daily that help me with clients. Uh, we we gra we have the right system to support, but it all starts with the habits that you are creating, which you want to create in that time frame. So yeah, that's that's it's important. And, and it's super vital. Sure. I mean, before we move into the business funding, and we're gonna get to like you know. The credit. Uh, yeah, we can, we can talk about some more about this credit, man. Yeah, I mean, but I want I want to kind of like I want to kind of concise and break down, like because you know, it's like when you get when we giving information and knowledge and wisdom, people got to go back and you know and get the information, pay attention. Hopefully, it can they can retain it, and understand it. But I also want to gotta take some gotta notes. take notes, right? <laughs> but in the beginning of the interview, you said the thing that got you into credit, credit repair and increasing your score and becoming more applicable or knowledgeable was you found a mentor, you run into him playing pickup basketball, right? So outside of finding a mentor or someone you can look up to, what are like a few other things that people can do? Uh, I mean, and hire someone like you, of course, to improve their credit. Like, because it's just, it's not just one, you know, one well is going to feed the village. You know, you need several. No way. Yeah. So what yeah, is no way. Um, number one, I would go in the man. If you like to read, I, I would suggest going into these libraries, picking up some books, yeah, learning about financial literacy, learning about credit. They got books on credit, man. They got those things accessible, they're free. You can go pull them up and read them. Uh, yeah. YouTube University, is there we lit. go. You know what I'm saying? You can get a full I love you, T. You know what I'm saying? You can go there and get that information and figure it out, you know, uh, and do it yourself. Um, a lot of I still to this day even me being in this field, in this industry to give a service to others, I'm learning on the day-to-day -day basis. I'm not going to stop learning. Like, because there's always, I mean, with how this credit stuff works, even like to, to be very transparent, these things change. They, like, they change. They, they, once we figure, once things get figured out, they want to find other ways to maneuver too. Yeah. So you got to be sharp, man. You got to be sharp. Yeah. You got to stay on what you got to stay on everything and uh, just constantly be able to be coachable, uh, seek information. But yeah, I would say, between those, yeah, reading all information, uh, just pulling to go on the internet, man. It's all there for us. People have yeah. been in the same situations we've been in, um, or even even worse than what you've been. Even in. worse. They found, like I have, a, I have yeah. a client, a, a client of mine who was seven hundred thousand dollars in debt. What? Oh yeah, yeah. And they I, got I, out I, of it though. I, I you know what I'm saying? So man. it's like I'm not about to put everybody. I got some great clients that I've been able to help be in homes within like 300k in debt you know right. what I'm saying? so Which it's a real like, thing yeah. Yeah, yeah and i think it's sometimes coming where we come from we think our debt or whatever we facing is the worst of all <laughs> whereas people who like they have hundreds of millions in debt companies <laughs> you know like companies. literally it's real i yeah, mean in yeah. america there's a book um i think it's called one to zero it talks about tax laws and you know america like i think american debt is like maybe almost a trillion dollars if not yeah, we're in debt. Oh. Right. <laughs> we're in debt. So <laughs> don't feel bad, people. The people who yeah. are supposed to be running the world and telling us what to do are in debt. <laughs> they need to come yes, to you and right. get some credit repair. Right. <laughs> Hello, tap in. Hello. Business Call my funding. boy. Need to get What's the up? credit booming in America. <laughs> bad over here, brother. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, that is, you know, like to set the word that is up to us also. Yeah, you know, you got good debt, you got some bad debt, you know, but you, yeah. uh, you want to be able to be on the good side of debt, you know. Yeah. Like I say, I've had, I know what that fear is, you know, when you yeah. hear that word, you hear your, like I said, others around you telling you about how this affected their lives and oh, they couldn't do this, don't do that, cut your credit cards, do this, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And it's like, yo, it makes no sense. After when right. you get the information, you'll start to be like, why was I, why was I moving yeah. like that? You know, but you have, but you can't also, like I said, you have to just be able to be open enough to understand and get to that point. It's like, yo, I don't know. And I'm ready to learn. There we and go. then that's going to change the whole trajectory of what, what yeah. happens to you moving on, moving forward in your life is just getting to that point where you're just like, let's go, let's learn. Seriously, yeah. So simple, man. You, you, we just talked about debt and you said there's good debt. And as we go into talking about, getting business funding you know there's a mm -hmm. there's a guru out there named uh dave ramsey he doesn't believe in oh that. my god he, he believes believe. pay everything off <laughs> just pay I, get it you, off. I get it i get it i get it i understand okay i'm not mad at you i would love that as well like um like, but like opm never like opm he ain't never used no opm right other people's money right out of here man Oh man! So, that's, what that's, is that's what language. is good debt, and uh, can we can we go into like the business funding, or like what's the first thing uh, to know when getting funding for your business? Well, you know, you moving forward right now, how things are working with being funded, and their things are getting a, a lot, a lot more tighter. Is essentially you need your personal top tier level to think about any type of funding. Like, okay. um, you know, I know you hear people just like, yo, you know, I can get X amount of money with 300 credit score, personal credit scores, and I can get funded still. You're, you're, but it's like you're, th that window is very small. Small, so yeah. The best thing you could do, what well, the best thing you could do for yourself is to first work on your personal credit, making sure that it is structured correctly. So that way, once it is time for you to receive funding, then we can also work on and help and educate you how to structure your business properly to then get funded. You know, right. it's like, cause there's, there's definitely levels to this. Like, you know, there's things that have to be in place, things that have to be structured, like everything, a system, there's a system in play for you to receive funding. You know, it's not just like, Hey, you know what? Hey, uh, Hey Eric, I got this uh, LLC now, man. Look, I'm on, let's go, <laughs> like, let's go to the bank. Let's go run a check right, for right. about 50,000. It ain't gonna work like not that. Not gonna work. Yeah. You know, it ain't gonna work like that. And I'm gonna just be that. And I have to be transparent with you and everybody here that's tuning in. Is that number one? Uh, just take that time to, like I said, create a plan first, and then also get into structuring your personal credit. Once your personal credit is structured correctly, now we are gonna talk some business funding. Got it. I like. Yeah. It. Have a plan. Get your personal credit and some structure, and booming, <laughs> as you like to get say. To and yeah, then we'll talk man. business. Let's talk business. So and say for instance, funny. I'm at like, say for instance, you know, average person, I got a between a, a, a 678 and a 715 credit score, just said personally. Mm -hmm. And I want to go get 10 to 15,000 for my business that I just opened up LLC, say LLC. Mm -hmm. How would that work? Or does that work? Uh, so number one, having a great, having that 700 credit scoring up is the ideal. So okay the help on the business funding side but then there's things such as you know um just because you have those scores you have to also have a, a, le a legitimate business you have to now 
apply to get get the structuring of the business, right? You need uh, an actual whatever, um, <clears throat> if, if it's an LLC, uh, 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 a C corp, like you need you need the you need to get basically you need to get the uh, you need to get your funding you need to get things in order. I'm sorry, I'm looking at something, but you need to get everything in order on the business structure side by making sure you're a legitimate business. Uh, having uh, the structure between the business's address, business address that they're going to look at, having a business phone number, uh, website, the list goes on to what it takes for you to be structured properly to get the funding that you need. Yeah. So basically you saying like all around, you got to be polished or come somewhat put in place to kind of get that funding in your business. You still got to have a business that actually is in, that's running, right? Um, mm -hmm. and your personal credit got to somewhat be an S700, you would say that to get the funding that that's more, your window opportunity is more open. Right. And yeah. Yeah. I'm also, I'm also thinking that cause I talked to a credit guy probably like two years ago and he sent me a book. He actually had a book and it, in the book, it talked about, uh, I think they call it credit lines or trade lines. You can actually go to websites and pay yeah. in to be on someone else's. Get or get somebody, get someone else's trade lines or business trade lines for business trade lines. I think okay. is it. I think it was. Is it both? Can you do both for personal and business, or just personal? So uh, so no, basically, you, you there's a website. You, you, you need you do need you do need trade lines to get yourself established. Also for business credit, you're going to okay. need to have the structure that I was explaining, and uh, I can more in depthly go around that too. But you're also going to need uh, the proper trade lines to uh, on the business side because the business sides have their bureaus that they report to as well on the business side it's totally different from the personal the personal you have equifax uh transunion and experience on the business side you have dumb and brad you have equifax business and then you have experience business and those they report they, it's totally different bureaus totally different structures they have their business have their systems personal has theirs so you do need to establish trade lines as well uh, with business business trade lines to get you funded too as well. Got it. That's definitely key. And, and it's important to, to kind of understand the difference because I thought when I first got my uh, credit from my, my bank on the business side, you know, I thought it was, I mean, the same as the personal side, but I didn't know that they were using my personal accounts to give me the funding for my business, like you said. Yeah, because that's called PG. It's called, it's called right. PG. It's personal personal guarantor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personal guarantor. 99% uh, of the, the banks, they're going to run up the P. They're going to run your PG uh, once yeah. you're, you know, trying to get a, a established a business on the, on the starters before you have any business credit. Uh, they're going to run. That's why I said the personal has to be structured just as well as uh, to get yourself in a position for the right business funding. You do need the structure and your personal to do so to maximize it, you know. So and then you're going to need also with, between their personal to get higher limits because you don't want to mess around. You don't want to just go in there and don't have the structure and getting low limits to your business uh, business yeah. supply, like credit lines. Right. You're not trying to go get no thousand dollar credit card right. on business. <laughs> like what's the point of doing that? Like, oh, so yeah. you're going to have to have like also on your personal, like uh, overall uh, budget uh, over like about a 10, I would say about five to six accounts, or, but at least have like a 10,000 balance in total. Got it. 
So that way that can help with also the PG to that they see, okay, oh, you're working between, between about 10K and up on your personal. We can now match that on the business side for your personal guarantee. We're giving you like, let's say 20, 20K on a business, uh, running to 20K here or 30 here. You need the type, you need that on your personal side. You need to have those type. You need to be working on that level of overall credit uh, to get uh, like a higher increase on the business funding side when you're first PG. So I, I just, I just want to, I got a quick question. What's the quickest or the easiest way to increase uh, your credit with all your accounts you have open? So say if I got three accounts open and say I got like out of those three accounts, I got like 30, 30 to 40,000, right? Let's say I want to get mm -hmm. maybe 50 to 60,000. Say on one account, I got uh, 18,000 limit, right? But mm -hmm. I want to get that to 25. Mm -hmm. What's the key in your report that I would need, or is it your payment history to kind of get that without no question? Like, how does that work? Well, sometimes you can get it with no question. They'll go back to see your, your payment history for the last 24 months. They'll see yeah. like, okay, check it out. You've been doing this for X amount. 24 months, let's give them a budget increase, especially if you are already banking with this institution as well. You have like a personal bank with them and then you also have a card. They'll see like the transactions that's happening between your uh, personal account and then, you know, that will help you with just getting that increase without even asking. But yeah. you also can ask for increases every six months. As long as you're doing ah. what you have. Yeah, yeah. Every six every months. Every six months. Yeah, go call those guys up. Like, okay. hey, Chase, okay. you know, uh, as, as you know, uh, I'm over here handling business, you know. Hey, yeah. Civilization <laughs> is looking top tier. Payments is in 100%. Uh, what's that? Sock it to my pocket. As, uh, you know, my right. Larry Jones. So is, is that pocket. the same for both sides, for business and personal, when you ask asking for a credit uh, increase? You, you, can, you can ask, yes. Is it six, six months on the personal business. side as well? It's no six months. That is six months on personal. Six months on six, on, six months on personal to get okay, okay, increases. You can, you can, you can, you can hit them up for that. Yeah. Got so like six that. months personal, you can call and ask for increases, and then that will also help with your utilization overall. Like right. so, because say, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm you saying. Know, yeah, that's your what spending I limit. You need higher. You need higher. You need higher limits so that can the overall can help your uh, utilization balance out a little bit more, so it's not as high with all accounts on your personal. You yeah. Know. And because I was with, told, uh, uh, someone gave me some a tip. They say when you got a credit card card balance, pay 15 days, pay half 15 days before the due date, and then pay the remaining three days before the due date. Have you heard that? Before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you uh, you definitely want to know those are the your your reporting dates and your closing dates. Like, are very yeah. important, you know, to yeah. know because like if you pay like if you have like a zero balance like if you're maxing out and you don't have anything they're not seeing nothing that's left behind i don't care if yeah. it's like two dollars like have a little pay as much as you can for sure but like leave a little leave a little on the side little, little, that, like, yeah that's said. what i had to learn because i yeah, was paying yeah. everything all the time like i wouldn't even leave no it would just be zero i'm like zero balance zero balance then it's like 34 dollars. like i'm not really getting a chance to increase my score because i'm not showing them that I'm accountable for a long period of time or I can be accountable. It's kind of like knowing all the answers to the test without taking a test. So it's like, well, I mean, we can pass you, but why? Like, I mean, you're not even, you're not even failing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I mean, right. it makes sense, man. All these fun facts and these tricks.
Yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. And also, like I said, with this uh, business funding, man, it really helps people once they get their get their stuff structured correctly to really scale their business. You know, uh, I know the person. I know it from a personal standpoint of establishing a, a business uh, and having to put my own money up all the time and trying to flip the money that I'm making to put back to reinvest back into the business. Yeah. Like your business can only scale so much doing that. You're going to need the OPM. Uh, so like, you know, what we provide is basically the knowledge to be able to uh, give you indefinitely like a lot. Cause I know we're like, I don't want to explain too much to where it's going over people's heads right now, but uh, we do have the service to be able to consult with you how to give you the, all the right tools for you to get that funding that you are looking for. And, and, and how do we, how do the people go about that? Where can they find you? What should they look for? Like, is your website, Instagram? Yeah. 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 Way? Um, I have a website at uh, credit, credit Uh, that's credit And then you can also tap in with me on the, on Instagram, you know, like, Hey Bragg, you know, I met, we met you on the, Let's say this live with Diggy with my my man E. Yeah, I'll tap in there. Uh, emails we have those as well. You can find me at uh, Mike at creditreplenish.com. Uh, you can send in your inquiries and we'll basically get get things situated. Oh, you got it? Boom. Yeah, is that it? Did I spell it right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's perfect. Y'all see see the pen guys. Uh, follow Thank follow you. that. Tap in. Um, get some information from Mike. He's always booming. If there's any questions, like, you know, we can shoot in the questions, too. Yeah. Anybody have something yeah, to Yeah, questions. I think someone said something earlier. If we're going to save it live, I'll call once a year and tell the bank to increase my limit. They do every time. Pay you yeah. for um, and, uh, and by the way, how, how much should you ask for limit increase? Is it 3000 5000 10000 What's a good I mean, limit? You, I would just say based off of what you can manage, you know. Okay. Um, uh, like you know, figuring out what you can be able to manage within that time, to then yeah. Uh, another. But yeah, get the score. The higher the score, the better. You know, and right, you can also sure. like with help with. You can also help with uh, when it comes to like I'm going to talk about it on a personal side too, with uh you know because it's you need also, most it's it's better when you have multiple accounts because then you can diversify, yeah. uh making payments with your credit cards so that way you know that can keep your utilization low. So like if you know you're not just using one card all the time to pay this, you got about like six credit cards. You can now keep yeah. them all equally balanced out. But I think I was doing ways. some research. Yeah, and they were saying that the rich or the wealthy they got between, I think it's nine to eleven open credit lines that they have. Um, yeah, I mean, they might not be using them all, but they got. They, I think it was between seven or nine or nine or eleven. I, should, I man, uh, the well, they say for an excellent, you want to, the more you manage, the better report you have with the lenders and the bank. Oh, really? really want to rock with you. Yeah. So like 21 oh, accounts, wow. if you can manage 21 accounts. Yeah. Somebody got 21 accounts. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. If you can manage 21 accounts, that's considered like excellent. You know, now you're working on like, okay, yo, this man can manage 21 accounts, all a hundred percent payment history, no derogatory no, no derogatory marks whatsoever. Yeah. Utilization is at top tier, uh, from zero to nine percent. And then you know, don't let that. Don't let it also with age too. These age, age matters. You know, the more yeah. the age of the the car age is definitely a top tier. Having you know um, x amount of years with uh, these open accounts matter just as much. 
Especially when you. So how often should we open up a, another credit card? How often should we apply to get a new credit card? So, so I would say, like with that, um, depending on how your credit is structured, if you're not in the best space to be like trying to get some like open up accounts, I would like refrain from like putting so many inquiries on there because yeah. what that will show, we give a little red flag that you're not really probably trustworthy. Uh, at that time, yeah. you're just trying to find money somewhere, and right, they right. will deny you. They will deny you. So I, I would say about six a year, you know, if you can get that. Six in, a year. Uh, just yeah, you could probably yeah, you can get that in, and then also too, over time, over if you're like with inquiries, since it is very low, it's like ten percent. Uh, if you give yourself maybe six months, a time frame between six months or a, a little more to then like go go back to then going to go. Um, open up, let's say, open up other accounts, revolving accounts or whatnot, looking for more credit cards. I would yeah. say give, your, give yourself a six-month time frame. Don't just go all the way back to back to back to back and just kind of <laughs> <laughs> Like the it's kid keep coming back in the candy. Like, come on, I need more candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, what's going on over there? Why you need so much candy, man? You know, yeah. that's, what, that's what you're signaling to them. And like I said, it's a really red, it's a big red flag. Uh, so you, yes, you want to make sure you have a, a lot of, you want to make sure you, the more accounts, the better, like I said, it would definitely help you, uh, overall to then see that you're in good standings with these institutions. Uh, you're able to then now get those increases over time with the utilization being, like I said, I don't, uh, having the right utilization to those and, uh, the payment history. And, um, I want to speak also too about derogatory marks, man, um, Okay. And what those are. Uh, for those that don't know, um, one thing you don't want to re your report is derogatory marks. That's uh, collections, uh, that's charge-offs, uh, and any other blemishes. Like, you don't want those on the report. They are affecting you dramatically. And if you do have those, um, I would say get in touch with somebody like myself or anyone else that can support and help you or even yourself if you do the studies to be able to remove these accounts because they affect your score dramatically. It, it can uh, be a difference maker for you getting into that apartment. It can be a difference maker for you to get into uh, that car that you want, or even sometimes jobs that you're trying to get applied. You're right. For. Some jobs, like, you check your credit, man. That's right. Yeah, yeah, check that and be like, yeah, you're just not fitted. Uh, so the best things you do first is just kind of look at your report, see if you have any derogatory information on there and uh, do your best to then put in the work to get those done and removed. One thing though about collections, man, don't let them sucker you into paying them things, man. Don't let them pressure you like that. Really? I'm gonna give you, oh, oh yeah, really. Huh? So, <laughs> so let me let me break it down to you. Uh, with this collection, uh, this, these collections, these collectors, right? Yeah. Uh, they're they're considered third parties. Uh, and with that being said, the first original creditor basically sold your debt. Oh yeah, I remember reading that. Paid it off. Got something out of it, and now they're sending it to the next person to hound you, and to hassle you, and call you. Over wow. and over and over again, talking about, yo, I need X amount of money. Is this so-and-so? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know that you, yeah. 
That is all that in that process is illegal. So what should we do then? Oh, what? What should you do? Yeah. Remove them things. Get them removed. How do you do that if you did if you feel like you didn't pay that debt from seven, eight years ago? Like how does that work? Man, from seven, eight years ago, they still call me from that. They should have fell off anyway, because also with certain accounts, um, they they stand up until about seven years and then they fall off. Yeah. So, you know, they do stay on for a long period of time. And if you are just like let's say for instance, getting into uh uh you have now some derogatory accounts on your report. Uh, you want to you want to get those removed as soon as possible because they can affect you for about they can stay on there for seven years. Bankruptcies can stay up to ten years, so you have all this negative history trailing you for years and years and years, uh, and it's just a it's a bad thing when you're trying to like I said get yourself in position to then like let's say just do the things that you want to do and um, also get um, business fund you get funded you can't you can't have that type of history anywhere on your report if you're looking to be want any of those things going so like you know what you have to do with that is that once you see that 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 has happened if you did not know like i said it's illegal they cannot now go ask hound you for money that they already rented off they what about taxes off. what about taxes i have i know somebody who who owed like back taxes for like years and they yeah. got a third party they have all to... that is all that's disputable. Oh that's wow! Disputable. But I will tell you, you, you want to you want to work with a specialist or learn it accurately yourself because some people can think like you know, hey, I had a you know experience. I just press dispute and you know I, I didn't get you know I pressed dispute. I thought I disputed it, but it's still on my account, Mike. Like, what's yeah. going on, bro? It's like, why is it there? Because you have to have the right structuring letters that has to be sent right. out. You have to have the right information. There's so much on the back end that goes with being able to remove these type of uh, negative accounts on your, especially even repos, like stuff like that, like you, you mentioned. There's mm -hmm. so much backlining that goes on that if um, once you're able to extract all the things and get everything on a, a playing field to where it's squeaky, squeaky clean, because like I said, uh, there's information that you – there could be inaccurate information that they don't have that you can then give updated on and then send those disputes out, and then they will fall off because Got information it. on your reports are wow. inaccurate at that time. I got to call know, somebody because I know somebody who's going through that right now, and they they hitting their pockets like heavy. Oh, yeah. They're going to hit your pockets. They gonna <laughs> I'm like – they, they ask you for about, like, you know, 50% 50, 50 of this and yeah, settle for this. But you, one you know, thing is, too – once you do, uh, if you do get on that phone and you uh, find yourself, you know, uh, basically agreeing to those because you can be, they, they can send you those letters. They can serve you to pay these debts over time. And if you are served uh, and are asked to go to court, yeah. you know, you will have to do that. And uh, you can't, you can't go away from that. You have to make sure that you handle that and uh, either pay those debts or, you know, also have the right um, if you are wanting to go there and to, you know, take them to court or regarding that <laughs> yeah. account, which you can do. I've seen so many people win cases on uh, derogatory information and reports like on their report where, you know, they end up getting paid for the stuff that is going on fraudulent on, on their behalf, on these collectors behalf. But um, yeah, man, uh, all those things that like that, 
or, or remove it also with collections too. Say if you you paid off a full collections, right? It will show as report as reported as a zero balance. But do you also understand that the history that is going to be left the history is going to be left behind on your report? So it will show a zero balance. Yeah. And you will still have the negative history showed on your report. So but you how, do you, how does pay, that even exist? You pay for nothing. Yeah. You pay for nothing. Oh. You pay them for nothing. Because now the history wow. is still on there and lenders are not going to approve you for what you want to get approved for because your history is still it. stuck on your credit. Got you got to remove the whole file. You have to remove, the, you have to remove not just the debt itself. You have to remove the history. The history. Move, you know, you have to remove the history off your reports. Got it. That is, that is essential. And uh, it happens to a lot of us. You know, we, in, we, we, we get nervous when they call us. We don't know what yeah. to do. And uh, <laughs> you know, we don't know. And, we don't know, but like I'm telling you, uh, it's it's attainable for you to get those removed off and to have a fresh, clean slate, you know. And that's the greatest thing about this is that you have an opportunity now to, you know, start fresh, you know, establish fresh. some better start, positive start habits. Start fresh with, with, with creditreplenish.org, you know. Come on, man. It Hit was, the website. Like said, for the mind itself, man, it yeah. will change the whole, your whole stratosphere on everything, yeah. how it's you think, how important. you feel about yourself. So man, uh thank you for having me. Um I'm honored to be here. I'm I'm looking to help as many people as I can along this journey, which is very important to me. And um yeah man, let's get it booming man. Let's yeah get man, let's booming. get it booming. Follow my guy yes, man. Bragg's booming. Uh and hit yes, the sir. you see the pin link, uh creditreplenish.org. Uh, hit him up on there uh and ask yeah, you all the questions. A free consultation. You free, know, you yeah, can okay. sign up for there. You get your free Do you guys uh, remove or dispute things on people's accounts? Are you guys able? Yes, to yes, we, we have. We we are able to do all that. I okay. have a my myself and a team of attorneys were able to dispute on uh, your behalf, get things removed off that account, get you booming, get you right. Yeah. You know. So yes, yes, we we have those. We have all that for you, and like I said, we're here. We, we're not, we're not playing it. around. I love it. You know? Hey, man, I appreciate your time. I appreciate the insights and the energy. I learned some things today. I got to go call a family member and say, hey, I need to run something by you. <laughs> but it's on, important man. to share the knowledge, to share the wisdom, so we can become financial savvy, we can improve our Absolutely. credit score, and we can get that business funding we deserve, and we can boom we need in it. all aspects of our it. life. You know, we need it. So, we need it, man. Mike, I just want to say thank you once again, man. Have a beautiful evening. And um, guys, follow him and uh, subscribe to the podcast, Bigger Talks Podcast. And this episode, let's go, bigger. Let's man. get it. Let's get him his roses, man. This man has been putting out some <laughs> great content. He's so consistent in what he does. Uh, he's really just a genuinely good man. And he's for the people, man. You see, he's yeah. created a community for us to be here. It's about being able to take this information that he's sharing with us, apply it to our lives, tap into all that he has going on, man. And uh, that's what I was able to do. Uh, yeah, yeah, my guy, my guy. And now we're here. We, now we're it's, here. It's a family, bro. It's community. It's, it's a collective. Family, man. It's community. It's a we started thing, not it, man. Yeah. Come on, man. And that's what I'm about. And I have to support that. And I have to tell you, you're doing an amazing job. Eve. Man, I appreciate it. Thank you so thank much. Uh, yeah, thank always. You, man. And uh, we're we going to get it booming. We're going to connect. Hey, man, thank you. Yeah. Have a good night. Uh, talk soon. And uh, yeah, people, there it is. Credit repair, business funding, credit scores <laughs> from my boy Mike. Come Keep on, it booming. Man, let's get it. Boom life. Yes, sir. Peace and love. Yeah. Be great. Peace. Yep. So.
That was another episode of Bigger Talks IG Live. Hopefully you learned something about your credit score and how you can repair it. Um, all the inquiries and the payment history and your utilization. It's important. Information changes situation. I'm out. You guys have a phenomenal evening, night, morning, wherever you are. Subscribe to Bigger Talks podcast and keep booming, like Mike said. Credit booming. <laughs> we out. Peace and love.